When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And at this point, I was essentially lost. I had exhausted, you know, months and years of trying to find magic systems. And I I felt like I was getting absolutely nowhere. Glenn says, is this, yeah, this is, this is another picture of Jason on his trading journey. Yeah. Things get, look, you think we're playing about that back testing phase? How many of you guys have ever back tested? I'm not all jokes aside, this is that that picture in your top left. That is what happens when you back test. Just replace the stone for a whiteboard, but you get that nasty man beard, that one that where it connects all the way from your, your beard to your neck. You give up haircuts and you just look you just look lost. I'm, and I'm not even I, we're, we're 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 having a lot of fun here. But for you guys that have ever back tested, right? Give me a yes if this has been you for you guys that have back tested. Is this not a, a legitimate image? <laughs> that is really what it looks like, man. And as Jason mentioned ear- earlier, it's a um, on, on a serious note, it's a lot of strain. I think one of the most important, let's put it like this. When we had our, our tier one traders ball last year, um, one of the first things that all three of us did, uh, myself, Darren and Jason, when, when we spoke is we thanked our significant others. Because it takes a massive, it takes a massive person to sit with you during that phase. And that goes for any anybody that's an entrepreneur building your business. It's a frustrating process. You're typically not the nicest person. I know I was mean. Um, I would blow off dates because I was back testing. I, I remember we, we were watching um me and my me and my wife to be at the time, we we would have date night. And I'd be like, hey babe, come over at 10. We're gonna binge watch Lost, right? And she'd come over or come over like eight and we're going to binge watch loss. And she'd come over at eight and I'd be back testing. And I'd be like, okay, I got to finish up one more pair. Just give me blah, blah, Okay. And then, oh no, I got, I got oh, one more thing. I got to test just, you know, just a couple minutes, a couple more minutes. And before you know it, she's passed out. It's like 12 o'clock at night and I never got away from the computer. Not a good person, man. But lucky for me, and if you have a great support system, lucky for me, she saw through. She understood that I was I was trying to I was trying to follow my dream. And instead of she could have been a mean person about it, she could have been selfish. She, she could have you know left me. But instead, she she never said anything bad. She stuck by me. She encouraged me. She said, it's OK. Um, and she was with me for every step of the, the journey. 
And she's now reaping the benefits of it. And now I do the same thing in her journey, right? My wife is also an entrepreneur. Um, little sidetracked because of the kids. We've got a one-year-old at home. Um, but now that I can work for home, I can make my own schedule, I can create, you know, I have, I, I can do whatever I want whenever I want, just to put it in, a, in, in the least humblest way possible or the most humblest way possible. I, I can do whatever I want with my time. That now opens up time for her to follow her dreams. And that's, that's pretty cool. But um, yeah, it does, it does kind of look like Jason during the back testing process. Yeah. Myself too. I'm, I'm a little bit tanner hair, not as, not as wavy, but that's pretty accurate. But I, I, I was pretty lost. Right. I was lost at sea. We, we mentioned earlier about information overload, right? A few of you guys came in and said, Hey, I'm, I'm on this baby pips thing. And I'm just taking all this, all this information in. I'm trying to drink water from a fire hydrant and I'm retaining none of it. And I was stuck. What was uh, I, I was stuck in what was called the rat race. I guess the traders version of it, right? The rat race for you guys that haven't read the book, uh, rich dad, poor dad, right? Robert Kiyosaki. Basically it's a, it's a, a frustrating, hard to break financial lifestyle self-defeatist cycle. An employee works hard for an employer to receive a raise or a promotion. And as their income increases, their expenses increase as well. As the employee's debt increases, he becomes further tied to their job and more reliant upon uh, their paycheck. Furthermore, they are forced to work harder for their next promotion to offset their debt. So basically you're working extremely hard for no reason. And that's what I was doing. I was working extremely hard. I was doing a lot of research. I was doing a lot of testing. And I kept getting the same result because essentially I, I kept from a philosophical level, I was making the same problem. I didn't make the change inside me. I was just looking for the shortcut, right? What's the next simple and easy strategy? What's the next simple and easy strategy? Bouncing, 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 never getting anywhere. Let me ask you guys a question. Who feels stuck in their trading? What have you done about being stuck aside from switch systems? Right, because you, you get to a point where eventually you have to look yourself in the mirror and, and, and say it's, oh, I guess some people can trade forever blaming the system. I, I, we've definitely seen that before. Um, But eventually you got to get to the place where you accept blame for yourself and you got to understand there's something different. And real quick, I want you to do this, right? For you guys that haven't read it real quick, um, write this book down, read the book, Market Wizards. Who has read that book? Market Wizards is the book where basically there are interviews, Jack Schwager, interviews the best traders of all time and when i first read it i was looking for a system <laughs> of course i was like oh these are the best traders of all time let's let's see if they uh give us a detailed explanation of their uh of their system and i can uh you know copy it and make some money right that was my original mindset but as i read it again what i noticed is that the cool thing um yeah there's a few versions of it there's market wizards new market wizards hedge fund market wizards um I think the first is the best, just like many, many, um, many books. Um, new, new market wizards is a little bit more Forex related. So that's kind of cool if you want something more specific. But in that book, what I noticed was that there were different traders in that book. 
And there were two things that really helped me. One was that all of these best traders of all time, except for one, all of them sucked. They were bad. The story that is ingrained in my mind was this one trader. He was, uh, he was I forgot he was working for some firm. And he blew all of his money in the market. He went out into like the, the fire escape. He had to call his mom and ask for money so he can get back into a position. Like, does it get any worse than that? I guess you can be on the corner selling yourself, but I mean, that's, that's, that's a pretty close second. And this may sound like hating, right? But I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was happy for him because he sucked. And I'm like, I suck and I can relate. And it hit me at that moment. I'm like, as, as I read through all the stories, again, all but one, there's one guy that was, I think he never lost a trade ever in his life. But it hit me at that moment that all of these, all of these greatest traders of all time, at one point, they all were going through the same thing that I was. They were all frustrated and losing money. And in my mind, that was the belief I needed. I was like, man, if the greats can do this, I can do this too. Another thing was that, they all had different systems. They all had different strategies. Trend following, counter trend. One guy traded off the stars and the moon. Believe it or not, right? And at that point, that's when I, I realized, kind of, it kind of broke the belief that there was a single system. I was under this impression because that's what the internet tells you, right? There's a single system for success. And when I saw this, this is when I realized that there's not a single system for success. Success lies within the person trading. It has nothing to do with the system or the strategy. It's all about you. And that's when I kind of woke up, looked in the mirror and said, Akil, you suck. What are you going to do about it? And that's when I decided to break out. I had a paradigm shift. I shifted my, my thought process. You should be seeing a little uh, two pictures on the left-hand side of your screen. You'll see one that says the path to success. What people think is that straight blue line. That's what I once thought. Find magic system, trade magic system, success. And then there is what it really looks like, which is that squiggly wiggly line. And I started accepting the fact that success was going to take a long time. It was going to take doing the right things the right way for the right reasons for the right amount of time. And time is important because I think so many people are in a rush to become successful. And I remember hearing this one story by uh, my, my buddy, Bob Vasile. He's a, he's a TED Talks organizer. Um, and he told me this story. I'm not sure if he made it up or he, he probably heard it somewhere. Um, but I want, you, I want you guys to imagine yourself lost that sea in a boat. All right. Close your eyes. All right. Type in yes when your eyes are closed. That was a trick. You're lying. You're lying. How'd you type it in if your eyes were closed? Liars. <laughs> Sneaky. So imagine yourself lost at sea and you're on this boat. And you have three choices on how to save yourself. Now, the quickest way to get to land is to put your hands in the water and start paddling. Right. Put hands in, start Flurrying and, and paddling. Quickest way to get to land. Would you guys agree? Probably, right? How efficient is that? 
Is it going to work? You're in the middle of the ocean. How long is it going to take you to manually paddle with your hands? Probably not that efficient, but it's the quickest way. It's the shortcut. The second choice is this, right? Maybe you find some old wood on the boat and you make a paddle, right? Now, I think we would agree that that's a, a much better way to go about it. You're going to get a better push with a paddle, right? Still going to be, it's, it's going to take a little bit longer than just putting your hands into the water. But I think we will we'll agree that it's worth it. The third solution is this. You build a motor. Now, many people, they don't want to build a motor because building a motor is going to take a lot of time. Building a motor is going to take a lot of effort, right? You're not going to start moving right away. You're going to be in the middle of the ocean probably for days building this motor. And you're going to see the person paddling with their hands who got a head start a week ago. You're going to see the person with the paddle who already left a couple days ago. And you're going to think you're behind. But let me ask you this, right? If it takes you a week to build this motor, once it's up and running, do you think you're going to catch those other two? Right away. Right away. And that's what the change in mindset has to be. It has to be, I mean, we're, we're in the financial markets. We're investors. We have to think about it as an investment. And Jason talked about this in his, his deal. I, I struggled in trading for two years, from about 2009 to about, or 2007 to about 2009, 2010. Those were the, the, the two and a half, three longest years of my life, right? I felt like I sucked every day. I've been consistently profitable from 2009, 2010 to 2019. You think I give a damn about those first two years? Once I made that decision to do things the right way and, and, and truly invest in the process of learning and being educated instead of just kind of look for the shortcut over and over again, I realized what it really took to become successful. And I've never looked back. Now, the last thing I want to talk about here is this is another thing I did. I, I, I adapted a philosophy called the Kaizen philosophy, and we're, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll dig into these markets. I'm going to show you how what I just showed you, the failing strategies, I'll show you how they actually work. And that's going to be really, really, really cool for you guys to stay. But I adapted the idea. It's something called the Kaizen philosophy. It was, it was a, from an old trading DVD I got, uh, me and my, my friend at the time, or still my friend, me, my trading friend at the time. Um, we went half seas on a, on a DVD set of trying to learn how to trade, and you know we're going to be millionaires the next day. Um, I didn't really get much from it at the time because I was just looking for shortcuts. I actually think this guy was a good teacher because 
he was in hindsight, I think he was teaching good stuff. I just think I didn't care because it wasn't a strategy. It was just kind of like market stuff and how it moves, um, you know, the dumb stuff. But he introduced me to something called the Kaizen philosophy, which stands for continuous improvement, where instead of trying to do everything at once, you just do try to be a little bit better each day. Right. The Japanese used it after the after the World War Two um, to improve their economy or whatnot or the industry. Um, so I started asking myself this question where it's like, what if I can change for the better by a little bit each day? Where would that put me? And you can see on the right hand side of your charts, the power of 1% change. So I want you to close your eyes again, put yourself back in the middle of that ocean. You got your, you got your boat, you got your motor, you're ready to go, right? If you were to draw a straight line of where you're, where you're pointed, right? If you were to draw a straight line of where you're pointed, that's eventually where you will end up if you go straight. And you guys mentioned most, for the most part, that a lot of you guys are stuck, right? You're stuck in your trading. You're trying to figure out a way to kind of bridge the gap, right? See what I did there? Dad joke, all right? Now, imagine if you slanted your boat just 1% to the left. Doesn't seem like a massive difference at all. But after traveling hundreds of miles, you're going to end up in a completely different place, are you not? Now, imagine if you shift 1% each day. Who knows where you'll end up? If you're shifting 1% for the better each day, over time, you're going to be at a completely different spot. And that was my new philosophy. So we went kind of backwards before I took deliberate action, right? Before I was thinking about things upside down, right? I wanted the strategy first, the upside down pyramid there. I wanted the strategy because that was the most important thing. Um, I didn't really care about trading psychology, but I did kind of understand that it was messing with me. Um, I just thought if I found a perfect strategy, trading psychology wouldn't matter. And then up there were the basics of price action, which I actually didn't even care about at first. I flipped the script. And I started focusing more heavily on the basics of price action, trading psychology, and then the strategy came last. The strategy was the least important thing because I knew that if I understood how a price chart moved, if I knew how to make predictions in the market, if I knew how to predict with accuracy where the market is likely to go next, the strategy really wasn't that important. I just had to be in the same direction of the market. And obviously, I had to have trading psychology to make sure that I didn't sabotage myself in the trade. I'm loving this too, Chris. Thank you. So what I did, and here was my secret to success. And I, I actually did this around, what is, uh, yeah, around this time, right? Around this time in November, because I, I, I had given up on the trading year. <laughs> when you're bad, you tend to give up early, right? I had given up on the trading year. And I was focusing on next year. And at the bottom of my screen, I have something that says last one, best one. This is something that my track team says all the time, right? You make your last effort, your best effort. And this was me, right? Um, the part of the story I didn't tell you is that when I got into trading, uh, disclaimer, please don't do this. Um, I quit three jobs and invested fully in trading. I had three jobs. I was making about $30,000 a year out of college while taking grad courses. More money than I've ever seen in my life. I'm not flashy. So I don't really buy anything. So I'll just make and bank. Um, <clears throat> I had a, a property that I owned, a duplex 
where I was renting out uh, one of the units and I was living in a bottom unit with three of my roommates. I was living rent free. I had more money. I was comfortable, very comfortable. But I looked forward to the future and wanting to marry my wife, wanting to start a family. And I said, $30,000 isn't going to cut it. One of my jobs was also a janitor and I didn't really want to clean toilets for the rest of my life. That wasn't a really appealing part. Ironically, I'm cleaning toilets now because I got two kids at home that just, oh, anyway, diaper duty. Um, so I decided because I, I know how I operate. I am um, I'm someone that only that only works well when their back's against the wall. You guys still hear me, guys? OK, so I, I quit three jobs and I decided to fully invest in trading. Now, I did it smartly. I just didn't wake up and quit. I, I, I planned for it, but I had a, I had a certain savings account that I planned because I thought I'd be profitable in, in six months like every trader. Um, and that account was starting to run low. So this was my last ditch effort, right? And in full honesty, I didn't think I was going to make it. I had already started building out my resume and, and I was going to start applying for jobs. But I said, you know what? I got about three, four months left of, of livable income. I'm just going to go for it. Whatever. Last one, best one. Just do it. Um, do it this new way, which still seemed odd, but I had ran out of, of other ways to do it. Um, and I worked on just becoming a little bit better each day, eliminating a mistake each day, finding out what didn't work and, and fixing it each day. And people always love this story. Um, I, I, I shifted my mindset to focus on the process and not the outcome. I didn't really care about winning trades or losing trades. It's about did I do it the right way? And I, I stopped looking at... Um, the statements and I stopped looking at my trade log as far as far as like profitability go. And I just, I just kind of did it. And I remember getting, um, it had to be about March because we're end of a quarter. I think I remember, um, getting, a uh, an account statement from my broker and I'm like, I'm going to look at it. I'm like, whatever, let's see what it is. Cause I got about a month left anyway, see how much I'm down. Um, and I was accustomed to looking at the bottom of that account statement and, and having your number be in parentheses. Anybody know what that means when your number's in parentheses? Yeah, it means, it means you're losing money, right? So that was a custom. I'm like, okay, yeah, we're inside this bubble, normal. And I got my statement and there were no parentheses. And I remember I called my broker up and I'm like, hey man, I think you sent me the wrong person's statement because uh, I'm up money and that just ain't me. <laughs> they're like, no, Mr. Stokes, this is actually your thing. Here's your track record of trades. And I went through it. I'm like, what, I actually made money? And then that's when it kind of switched. Just doing the right thing, the process. If you follow the correct process, then the outcome will be what you desire.